life on the road. It's Booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And fees, fights, canceled flights, running with the runs And blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow, more missing merch And drive the rental car past another mega church And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon Happy Wednesday, everybody. This is Murray Valeriano, part of the Road Stories all thing. What is going on with my head right now? I was looking at the uh, surf report when I should have been introducing the the show. Uh, All right, let's pretend that the theme song rolled again. And hey, thanks for tuning in the Road Stories podcast, everybody. I want to encourage you to turn off your cell phones and stop texting if you're a guest on this show. And... uh, (laughs) <laughs> you can talk back. You can talk back. Get your life together, I'm Jay. Not, Jesus. This man is I was about there. to Instagram that we were doing this. Oh, no, we were doing this. We should have right. been prepared. <laughs> well, we I'm all for Instagram now that I'm on Instagram. <laughs> 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 Murray V. Comedy. Um, look, I did a quick picture of us right there. This, See, made, this, is, this is for it's great. Right this there. makes See? great podcasting, by the way. They'll find us, you know? Uh, hey, we're part of All Things Comedy. What's going on at All Things Comedy this week, Aaron? Uh, Bill Burr's special just hit Netflix. Today, as Walk we record, right? Yeah. Have you seen yeah. it yet? I have not. It literally just came out, so yeah, I don't just blame anybody. Oh, and, and Neil Brennan's Three Mics came out last week, too. Mm. It's, it's amazing. I keep hearing about that. Everybody keeps saying Oh, is that a special? I haven't seen it. It is awesome. Did he shoot it at the West Side, do you know? No. Where did he uh, tape it? I think in Boston. Maybe. Oh, he's a Boston guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's very <laughs> the pause. Very confident. That's a, <laughs> yeah. There's not a lot of focus in specials on where it is. You know, it's like a little credit at the end. I don't know. Well, like Michael Chase was nice because of where he shot it. Where did he shoot it? It was at like some warehouse in New York, where? in Brooklyn. And the way it was, it wasn't your normal comedy venue. Mm-hmm. Oh, how hip. Deep. How, did they snap instead of clap for him? No, they actually clap. <laughs> you are such a... Dude, I don't yeah. like this guy, but I don't know him, but I like him. <laughs> you can have him. I don't want him. Jesus. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> did that one. Um, I want to uh, send a special thanks to everybody who sent my wife a congratulations on her BAFTA nomination. And now, since our last record, her Oscar nomination. Oh, wow. Congratulations. So uh, thank you all for uh, sending those out. She much appreciates it. She's not on the social media. She doesn't like to be in the spotlight. But uh, the, so the roles are switched this month. I will be her arm candy while she's in the spotlight, which <laughs> nice. is nice. Which nice. is not bad at it, all. No, yeah. man, it's nice, especially since uh, film uh, sends more cars than comedy does. <laughs> so, yes, it does. Yeah, yes, yeah. it does. Sending one more car would be sending more cars. <laughs> <laughs> Just the very first car would be like, be like oh, my, oh, my God, it's what? Wait, I, I get picked up to this show to tell these jokes at a bar? <gasps> It's so funny because comics always shit on getting into other levels of entertainment, like going and being actors and stuff right. like that, because they've never had a car come for them. Right. That's Let me thing. tell you something. But you get that first car that comes for you, like, oh, well, this is what I should be doing. Right. Also, I got booked right? for my first commercial, and they flew me out to New York just for a fitting. Uh huh. They flew me out for one day, had a car come pick me up from the, to, from my house to the airport at six in the morning. Take me to the airport. My ticket's already paid for. I get on the flight. It's a dude standing there after I get off the escalator with my name. Yeah. I said, oh, well, I have options in this career if I don't want to tell these jokes <laughs> no Getting more. Getting picked up at 6 in the morning doesn't matter if it's somebody picking, picking you, you up. up. <laughs> it doesn't If matter. it's not an Uber. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> it's a big SUV. Are you doing? Are you okay, Mr. Washington? Do you need to adjust your, your, your mirrors or anything? Is the, the temperature nice? 
there's a nice water there. We, you got room temperature. You got ice cold. I was like, I can hug you. I'm not okay, but not in the way you think. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very okay here, but mentally not okay. Not okay. I like, I like when they pick me up because even they spell my name wrong on the sign. <laughs> and they have your name already. Oh. It's great. The Navy. I told this story. The Navy spelled my name wrong this year when I went over to the Middle East to perform for the uh, troops. And they uh, they put a uh, – when you tail hook onto an aircraft carrier, they give you like a uh, a sheet because it's only a small amount of percentage of people ever do that. Right. So it's a, it's called the Tail Hookers Club okay. Association. And it was Murray Valancfio or something like that. I'm like, really? <laughs> the Navy? How, mu- how much do they care about getting it right once you brought it to their attention? Were oh. they like – the MWR, the the uh, the kind of the uh, recreation guy, was like, "I'm on it." Oh, and, really? And fixed it and turned it around. Okay. I mean, if I'm sure if I went through the Navy, it would have. I would still be. Waiting yeah, yeah. I thought they'd be like, "Deal with it, civilian." And yeah. <laughs> Damn it, you're not that clearance. This week you're Lachvadakvada. Okay. You're, you're, you're Murray, whoever the hell we say you are, pansy. Now drop and give me fifty. What? I ain't here to do no damn basic training. Uh, that car story reminds me of that uh, story that. Uh, Steve Martin told in his book, Born Standing Up. Did you guys read it? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. I couldn't put it down. But he's (laughs) talking about when he started blowing up. And uh, a car came to pick him up for the first time. And he looked at his manager. He's like, I I don't need a car. I go to this club every week. It's ridiculous. I don't need a car. He's like, I was so uncomfortable. So the next week, the manager didn't get him a car. And he's like... Where's my car? (laughs) (laughs) You already set this precedent now that I get these cars. Once you realize it happens, you know There's no going back after that. There's immediately no going back. Oh, yeah. Hey, joining me today uh, on the show is one guy I've never met and one guy I've seen four times in my life. All within the last week. Nice. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Every time we looked up, we were running into That sounds like most of the relationships I get into. <laughs> <laughs> oh, One girl I don't meet? know. I've seen you four times in a week? All right, that sounds like a good idea. Should we move in? This is uh, <laughs> this is the very funny Jay Thompson. Washington. Jay Washington. Why are you... I have no idea. Why are you Thompson in my phone? I don't know. You might want to get your life together, Murray. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. Is this the I Navy? Is this, <laughs> is this the Navy? You just hit me like, what? oh, no, you're Jay Thompson today. Well, I remember I, I called you the wrong name the other day. And then not the wrong, wrong name. Just, just the just wrong, wrong name. name. Not the, you Jay, know. Why is that? I, I apologize. My <laughs> listeners a, know how uh, sensitive I am about fucking up people's names. It's fine. I mean, you know, which we just told the story about how somebody messed up yours. I, so, <laughs> like, damn it, I just got treated like the Navy. That's, that's how powerful the, that's how powerful the Navy is. Yes, it is. The karma so just comes back around. Yeah, Quickly. Right. Jay Quickly. Washington. I don't know why it's Thompson in my phone. Well, I apologize. No, you'll change it. All right. And then joining him is Bobby Thompson. Who, is, <laughs> who I was hoping it was. It's Bobby Hill. Yes. Right? Yes. There you go, buddy. Um, I, Jay and I met at a Fan, what are the, did I want to start on this or did I want to bitch about something else? <laughs> I feel like I wanted to bitch about something else. And I, oh, I'll tell you what I wanted to bitch about. Uh, let me put this out to the people. This wasn't a listener, but I'm sure some people know this. Uh, when I post something, a joke on Facebook, and you decide to take it seriously, that's fine. But when you bring my family into it, oh. I will fucking shut you down like a drunk heckler on the second show on Friday night. I Some chick brought my dad into a fucking conversation the what? other day, and I will shut her the fuck down to where she didn't even respond, and I think she blocked me. Is this somebody you've ever even met before? Oh, yeah, or? no, I know her. Okay. I know her. Oh, you, um, oh, Not that that's an excuse. But right, right. <laughs> almost even more so, you should like know how to not do that there, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, if, if I know you, you know situations, and you think, oh, I'm going to just put this out on Facebook. Mm-hmm. 
because means. we're in the middle of an argument. No, fuck you, don't. <laughs> right. That makes that's me like, hate you now. <laughs> that's like marriage argument stuff, man. You don't go there unless you're unless you're married. Um, so and then, even then, you don't want to go there because the shit comes back to haunt you. <laughs> so I don't know why people like uh, we gotta. We got to start like people have to start accepting the fact that the president is going to have jokes made about him. It, don't take it as yeah. a fucking as a personal How blow to your life. You're supposed to respect that, the president no, no matter every, what. Every president gets made fun every of. Every one of them. We all were on the bandwagon when Bush 2 got talked about. <laughs> Everybody was a part of that one was like. Look, I even made jokes about Obama, man, and I'm going to make jokes about Trump and somebody somebody was bitching about uh uh, Alec Baldwin. I mean, oh, I, I have a Alec Baldwin Trump joke, and somebody yelled out, "Hey, it's not funny. He shouldn't do that." I'm like, every president since Saturday Night Live has there been is, made fun of since Saturday Night Live came on. Sad? So you're going to get a Trump. You know what's sad about Alec Baldwin when I sit there and watch him do the Trump impressions? Mm-hmm. Earlier today, I was watching Beetlejuice, and I was like, God damn, he <laughs> fell off in life. If you remember how small he was when he was sitting next to Gina Davis, then you like, fuck. You know what that is? That's success. That is oh, like, yeah. that's, a, that's living a comfortable life of success. Where he's just, not really, that's just lobster and cookies. But like make, <laughs> making fun of presents. <laughs> lobster and cookies. I don't, know, I don't know when your next album comes out. No, that's the most American thing you can do, though, is make fun of the leader of your country. I mean, I there's absolutely. nothing more... And, American than being able to make right. fun this of ain't one of those places person. where if you make fun of your leader, he was like, "Oh, you want to make fun of me? Yeah. Bring him to me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, rem- you remember that your family? Yes, their funeral is tomorrow. You see these spikes outside of the heads of everyone who thought they were a comedian. <laughs> oh, you you're go going, there now. These are actual literal. literal <laughs> these are actual literal Vladimir Putin quotes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> literal quotes. <laughs> Listen, wall in Russia is made of bone. <laughs> So that was my just getting it off my chest. Yeah. You, got, I, you guys got I look, and this is not. I know. I know. I say this on every uh, uh, episode of the Road Stories podcast. This is not a political podcast. Uh, we ha- I have political comedians friends like Jimmy Dore who do it much better than me. So we do not discuss politics, and then we discuss politics for fifteen minutes. <laughs> so, so we're not, not going to do that today. We're gonna we're gonna talk about an awesome show that Jay Thompson and I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, two weeks ago? Two weeks we ago. We're, we're Radford Hall and, and Van Nuys. The man. Radford Hall, which was a, so, a sober house. I guess it's a AA place, It's right? an AA place. And, and then, like, not the basement of a church, but an actual building just... Yeah, it's an actual I hall. didn't know they had that. I, I didn't know. I thought we might have had to go downstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that when you walk in, it's right there. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so... First of all, she's like, it's an AA place. I was like, all right, so do we need to be clean? What? So right. I know... So I know I need to I need to prep this sure. out. She was like, "No, just do what you do." Right. Like, can we bring coke to sell or just personal? Is that <laughs> you, you don't know how much you I know was much money you gonna make? I was like, "Yo, I think every last one of these people are like, yo, you know where some weed at? Like, <laughs> it's not cocaine, but it's different. Okay, so I don't think I'm feeling fine. But it was a great show, man. That's the three hundred you said, right? Three fifty. Oh, it was three fifty because three hundred seated is sold out, and it was okay. past. It was standing room only. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, dude, it was ridiculous. It was fantastic. It was great. I, had a good, I always have a good time at those. You know, you can't. It, is this? Have you done many AA rooms by chance? I've done a lot of churches. I haven't done that. Right. <laughs> kind of the same thing. Yeah. Kind of the same thing. Not at all. Well, here's black churches in Chicago. You have uh, to be real selective 
as to what you say uh-huh. because you say the wrong thing one time. You got everybody looking at you like they your mother. And I'm talking about right. men and women. You're not going to say that in the house of the Lord. Like, he ain't got nothing to do with this right now. <laughs> you know? That's, listen, you're talking to a preacher's kid. That's every church. <laughs> Even so, if you're not on stage, yeah, this is this is very true. So, but it was, but but yeah, I've done shows like that. Have you ever done any? No, man, I like dirty shows. Actually, I prefer my shows to be the most. Well, that's dirty. the thing about AA. You can say whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, because no, they've I, I, blown people behind a dumpster for crap. Right, so right. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't done any. I haven't done any AA shows yet. Uh, it's I've a done fun, clean room. Fantastic. Yeah. No, no, Fan, dude. Melinda Hill was amazing. You were phenomenal, and I was like, I gotta follow both of them. I you did more than fine on that. But you know that chick in the – there was one chick in the front row uh, who sat – I went up second, yeah. basically. Laura House, who books it. Hosted uh, it, yes. Hilarious. I got to have her back on. I haven't had her on in years. I had Laura House on my second episode of this show, and it's still by far my favorite episode. Hmm. This Super. one, this one is yet to be determined. Uh, <laughs> Understandable. We're I'm only, just saying we're, we're only thirteen minutes. We've got a landmark to get to now. I'm just saying, let's go. Turn it up. Game up. Step it up, Bobby Hill. Stretch a little bit. Um, but yeah, oh, she's hilarious. I got to have her back on. So she, and the thing is, like, she went up and she did AA jokes. And so it's like, nah, I don't have any AA jokes, you know <laughs> that, what I mean? But that well, didn't. good, though. Now you yeah. can do something different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, but that, didn't, that didn't matter at all. And Listen. she went up and killed. And then I went up, and I did a pretty good job, I think so. But about 20 minutes into it, I had enough of this chick in the front, front row, row. yeah. Crossed arms, not a crack of a uh, smile uh, through the whole, not a crack uh, of a smile through the whole thing. And I... Was she mistakenly supposed to be at a funeral instead? <laughs> you would, dude. You would think because then even when Melinda Hill went up after you, uh-huh. she didn't finally start trying to laugh until Melinda did the thing about the stripper mm-hmm. singing, uh, "I believe the children are future." Then she started slowly breaking, and uh-huh. then she stopped. <laughs> <laughs> also, though, if you've sucked dick behind a dumpster for crack, maybe it's hard to find things funny. You know, maybe uh, you know, <laughs> that might be a little more difficult. We don't know how much time she had. She could have been doing that on Tuesday. That's possible. Yeah, she may be fresh off the fresh right. off the pipe. I right. told her, I said, I got on stage. The first thing I said, I'm like, ma'am, you sat here mean mugging like a motherfucker all night. <laughs> I said, if you don't uncover your arms, I'm going to come over there and coochie-coo the fuck out you. <laughs> I'm going to tickle the shit out you. And it broke her off jump. I was like, cool, I got you early. Right. She right, was mostly right. scared. But Ter- yeah. Terrified. <laughs> like, like, and she was like 20. 67% scared. That's a real <laughs> high percentage of a random obscure fuck. You know, she was 67% terrified. 33% of it was like, you know. 33% funny and getting it, but 67% nice scared. 67% like, fuck, what does this mean for me and Van Eyes? <laughs> I know I know a lot about uh, the the type of people who go to AA because I've done a bunch of these rooms mm-hmm. and I've I know plenty of people who AA have saved their life and NA have saved their life. So I I, I know the lingo and shit like that. And the biggest laugh I got that night was I finally had to say something to Morticia Adams in the front row. <laughs> you know? And so she didn't crack at all. She didn't crack at all. And so finally I said to the I said to the crowd, I said, you know, I go, man, leave it to a comedian to pick the one person out of three hundred people who doesn't like me and then try to get them to like me. And I said, nobody in recovery here can relate to that at all, can you? <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, she was and not And she still didn't happy. budge on that one she either, was, right? No, not no, no. It wasn't no. until Jay scared the crap out of her right? to get her to smile. 67% of the way. Did it get the result you want? Yes. So there it is. Yeah, got it. Uh, now that you're in town, I'll give you guys Karen Rontowski's number. She books a, uh, uh, a, a show for battered women. And uh, also for battered catfish. Come on. Uh, (laughs) 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 Try to hell a bit. (laughs) And it's a fantastic show, you guys. She hasn't done. Have you seen her around? Has she been doing on the podcast circuit at all? No, she doesn't seem to do a lot of podcasts. She's starting one with Kira. Oh, yeah. Like ghost moms or something? No. If you know know Karen, you'd get that. (laughs) It's Karen and Kira can read. Oh, and they are, they're doing psychic stuff. Wow. Oh, oh, all right. Oh, I oh. want to see Carol Siltanovich do psychic stuff. Right. Kira's oh. my dear friend. She's yeah, not I love into Kira. that. She's is got she? the touch. Yeah. She's not into that, is yeah. she? How really? She's been touched, maybe. Tell some things. Yeah. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. I literally just... talked to Kira five times a week, and I never knew that about her. All right, it's not something she advertises. Oh, well, I more than she. All right, I should know that. I'm. Here's the thing. I have. I'm not going we to... We have a skeptic on the line. Bobby Hill? I'm an agnostic in all things. <laughs> okay. So I'm not going to say it's How not real. How did you decide to come here I'm today? So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say it's not real. I'm just saying I've never had any... I've never had a personal experience where I was like, oh, shit, well... Then mm-hmm. for sure, it's it's never. I've just never. So I'm in down what? for sure. In what for astro- anything dealing with astrology uh-huh. or Mercury being in retrograde, having uh-huh. anything to do with anything or crystal helping somebody for real. Like no. Tacit Shouts out connection. to all the women who've got the yoni. No tacit connection. In vaginas, <laughs> by the way, you all are amazing heroes that you keep it up there all day. Is lying to you. Wait, what crystals in vaginas? So what? there's these. We're getting to the important stuff. Now. <laughs> they call yoni eggs. I have a friend. One Yo- of my great. Hold on. Hold Gwyneth on. Paltrow recommended Yo- that women put a rock in their. Vagina. Yes. Uh, somebody needs to put a rock in her head. Which is like, well, she named her child uh, Apple. What the fuck from you five, From 50 yards so away. So there's these things called yoni eggs, and women okay. wear them in their vagina all day, and it supposedly helps cleanse their inner spirit and their inner chi. And the fact that you know women who are very lascivious, uh, it doesn't fall out when they're walking. I was like, <laughs> how do you not sneeze and just like, oh, oh, my egg fell out. They're like, your egg fell out? Like, you don't think it's that egg. And they plop it back. One of my friends, uh, her name is Tayomi. She's the Glamazon. She's a sex educator. And so she does. Wait, her th- name's Tyone? Tyomi Morgan. She's a Glamazon? She's, she's going to be looking like, that up later. What's a Glamazon? <laughs> I will, matter of fact, I will show you what I'm telling you. All right, what's so a Glamazon? She's because she's a tall, beautiful black woman. Oh, she's Glamazon. A, Glamazon. Okay. So oh, it's she, not a job title, it's just something that Jay has bestowed upon her. <laughs> <laughs> I hear my dumb card. You are <laughs> Glamazon. It's not on her business card? <laughs> okay. She has a, a website called uh, Glamorotica 101. This uh-huh. is Tyomi right here. Hey, yo. <laughs> she's got and, a little Pam Greer feel to her. Yes, Lord. And uh, but she's like I one of my best friends. Very pretty woman. She's like one of my one of my best friends, like uh-huh. my sister. And she teaches and it's a <laughs> she's like a, a sister. weird way. I have to because I'm like Here, look at a picture of this woman in a bikini. She's right. like my sister. Yeah. Okay. Well, she often, like my sister. I often talk to my sister about the crystals in her vagina. Well, this not, you know what? This isn't this isn't Kentucky. Let me tell you about my sister, brother. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Let me tell you what the good redneck Lord has brought to me. Now, Father believe me. But uh, <laughs> so she she started telling me, and I've heard about different females, especially new female comedians, are talking about this. And I was like, "Yo, what happens if you randomly 
you know, get involved with somebody and you forget that's there and the right. dude starts going down. And I think if f- you have an egg in your vagina, you don't randomly forget that you have an egg in your vagina. I think that's pretty much the thing that you're always like, oh yeah, also an egg in my vagina. Yep, yep, still just, in my I mean, vagina, still and I also an egg in my and vagina. And I understand there's four guys here talking about this. They're, women are probably like, we're definitely qualified. Three, don't try to this. Don't just, tra- he's newly married. Okay. <laughs> we're definitely qualified okay. to talk about this, right? <laughs> we're qualified. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I know women are like, yo, these guys have no idea. It's weird when you hear that. I marched. I'm in. Right. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took, right? I, I like did, this guy. I did the initiation. I got jumped in. I marched. What is this a gay? <laughs> you want to be a feminist fam? <laughs> Go on here, put him up around back. Jumped in on feminism last. How do weekend. you do that? <laughs> How do you do that? How do you get jumped in on feminism? <laughs> How do you allow yourself to say, you know what? Look, I'm letting all it was these really five a, foot six women. It was really just a scolding. Oh it was just a scolding. Do you know what of, all men have done? Because that's pretty much Hold how it is. Hold on. I'm sorry. Let's get back to this Glamazon <laughs> vagina. So the thing is, it supposedly helps women cleanse their spirit and their, their I can think of four better ways to cure a yeast infection. <laughs> It helps the inventor fill his bank account. Is what uh, it, it absolutely <laughs> does. That's a guaranteed given for that. But it's just yeah. there. There aren't guys that's like, yeah, I got this uh, crystal cock rings. So. <laughs> uh, uh, what do you mean sh- there aren't guys that have a crystal? Of course, there are men that have crystal <laughs> cock rings. Bobby, 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 whip it out. Bobby, Bobby, call it Got this right. Jay Dixling right here. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Dixling. <laughs> so what this does is make sure she gets the illumination of all. Jay's, <laughs> Jay's faith keeps him from going to some of the adult stories that we. <laughs> Uh-huh. Let him in on some of the knowledge. You got that right, it will. Some of the more experimental people I, will find I covered, out. I covered a porn convention in Chicago for my radio show, <laughs> yeah. so don't tell uh-huh. me shit. When Fifty Shades of Grey first know hit the market. <laughs> By the way, isn't Jade Dixlinger on at the Laugh Factory tonight before yeah. you guys? Jade Dixlinger. Yeah, he's, he's actually hosting. He's doing the 730 show. He's got to get <laughs> This is crazy. I had no idea Kira had a crystal leg upper cooch. I had no idea. <laughs> that, that's how this whole that conversation not, I think that's I a takeaway, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, takeaway yeah. is that Kira's got a crystal leg upper cooch. <laughs> Aaron's giving me the stink eye. If we were breaking this down to segments, it. that would be this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to jump straight to the Kira's got a crystal egg in a cooch segment. See what that's all about. What? <laughs> Four guys breaking down. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. Can we get to the next subject, please, Mark? Oh, yeah, listen, you, brought, you brought it up. You're talking about Glamazon Jay's gonna have to go to confession and, and, and vagina weekend. eggs. <laughs> Father, forgive me for upsetting. You brought this up, and now I you want to get away from it. I damn sure did. I went to a podcast and brought it a subject I should have fucking brought up. I don't know how the fuck it got that out of control, but it fucking did. Coincidentally speaking, in the theme song of this said show, there is a line that says, uh, Juski's Vagina Fists. And Vagina Fist is a story Kira told on the show. So I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a running See, it theme all comes here together. with Kira. Once you get the Vagina Fist, then the egg is no big deal. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Circumvent everything. And I go on record by saying I love Kira. She's my dear She friend. is such a sweetheart. When I, when I, and hilarious. Haven't, haven't met her, but no? props to you anybody who takes the risk. No. I first time so I met I met her on Facebook. <laughs> got to respect I, I, that. I knew her on Facebook as uh-huh. a comedian, uh-huh. and I had finally got to work with her at the Laugh Factory out here. Uh-huh. And I watched her work. I was like, "This is like watching a class," uh-huh. because how she beautifully just traversed the crowd with every subject and mm-hmm. just kept them in the palm of her hand. Mm-hmm. I was like, "See, that's the type of woman on stage I never want to follow." Right. Because if I'm not as confident, that's the type of comic. 
you right. know, but you it know how guys, really we were, her and I had this discussion how people will say, oh, certain female comics do this, or, you know, and guys be like, well, you know, women comics, women I believe it's comedian. Right. <laughs> Comedians aren't funny. Comedian and comedian-dy, right? right. <laughs> I was like, right, comedian-dy. God and made like, comedian and not comedian-dy. And I'm like, yo, I, there means. are women on stage I will never want to follow, because, uh-huh. like, they're just monsters at they what they do on stage. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> this is the conversation. Men, men lead the way. Is that what you're saying? No, I've never said, but there are women <laughs> who you don't want to follow because it's like they make you just like, yo, I'm not as good enough to close that show or mm-hmm. hold that position behind her. But isn't so that every, so isn't that man scared. or woman? Yeah. Oh, is there a reason you're bringing just women into this? No, I'm just saying that was a discussion heard. Oh, okay. Okay. Why okay, you okay, sitting there trying to traverse? No, it. no, no. I thought maybe there was <clears> something the non-sexist. Opinion, the I'm thoughts not... and opinions that are about to come out. We're saying. just <laughs> clarifying your your comment. Here's the thing. It's not that you meant to be a certain way, but your comments can possibly be interpreted a certain I way. So I'm clarifying. I'm trying to help you. You want to get angry and defensive. I, you know, I, I always I'm trying to help you. When, when do I, I turn on this? the video, I want to get this fight. On, uh, <laughs> World, World Star! star. <laughs> <laughs> There's not even a Chili's around here. How can we fight with each other for World Star? Fight Applebee's around this bitch. There is that. No, do you well. do a lot of churches? I've done a lot, yes. Yeah? Do you do churches? <laughs> Bobby won't go near a church. I try to stay out of churches. Are you dirty, Bobby Hill? I'm honest. I talk like a grown fucking man. Right, okay? right. That's what I say. Or I'm a not, grown I'm fucking not. person. I happen to be a man, but yeah, like a grown person. I'm not dirty, but I talk about uh, adult themes. Adult yeah. things. Yeah, adult yeah. things. Kid, not even themes, because that makes it sound a little dirty, but just stuff that kids won't understand. Right, absolutely. Yeah. So I yeah. stay away from, and I stay away from, it's funny, like every once in a while they'll see on my uh, bio, and I think on my Wikipedia page it says I'm a preacher's kid, and so a couple of churches have called me to come perform in their church, and I'm like, I've done clean shows. You don't shows. want me to be. You don't want this preacher kid in your church. Yeah, you I mean, I can do I can do clean shows, sure. but if you want it to be like righteous type stuff, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. That's not my thing. I can do a show where they don't want to hear people say fuck thirty times. Right, right. I got that. Yeah, that's for fine. sure. No I can problem. tell clean versions of my jokes. Yeah. It's, but the subject matter itself is made for adults. I mean, right. <laughs> Who was that down here? Where is it? This show where they're talking about? They had a, a comic on a ship who got fired. He said, "I don't understand. I cleaned it up, but it was like." Going from an excuse me, ladies, or whoever has offensive ears <laughs> listening, it, it, they like changed it from I was fucking her in the ass to uh, I put my penis in her anus. Like, <laughs> that actually sounds worse. I was, I was technical with it. I mean, this is the literal jargon. My God, it is in Webster's. How dare you? I retrieved a compass. I pulled out my penis. I Listen, the ejaculation of the circumnavigated my why is it erect- <laughs> why is it medical terms gross me out? Than they gross you out worse. I don't oh, understand. Terrible. What it is, I'd rather hear somebody call it a schlong than a penis. <laughs> that just sounds a schlong, just right. a unit. Hey, let's not make it dirty. <laughs> let's keep it clean. Let's keep it as clean as we can. <laughs> then keep it out of the anus. Why do you speaking of anuses? Why do you work so many churches? <laughs> Sorry, I should specify that. Catholic Speaking churches. of Catholic churches, thank you, Bobby. Sorry, I didn't mean no, to I, you know step I, on that. It, it was right there, buddy. <laughs> Again, it goes to Ohio. It was fruit. It was fruit for the Bob city. My you know? <laughs> what? Uh, reason I did them in Chicago was to be able to uh, vers- diversify myself as a comedian. Uh-huh. To know that I could do all different type of crowds. Right. And just so happens, a lot of times in churches, you get five to seven hundred people at one time. Wow. So you know, it was like, oh, just you know, see how this material plays on a bigger scale. Right. That's all it was. Wow, five to seven hundred people. That's a lot. I don't know. Like, I don't. Here's here's honestly the real reason I don't do churches, and this goes in more into therapy than it does the podcast, but I grew up in such a strict 
Southern Baptist. My dad was a preacher. I'm telling you guys this because you don't know my listeners know sure. about this. Uh, that I wasn't allowed to listen to music. I wasn't allowed to dance. I wasn't really allowed to watch TV or go to the movies or anything like that. So I was stifled. Bobby, from... you know somebody like that? Yeah, it sounds like it sounds like my girlfriend. <laughs> oh, really? Bobby's girlfriend. Yeah, she's, like... We call her a mole woman. She doesn't mole... know anything. She knew who Wesley Snipes was until like a year ago. Really? So, yeah. And the only she reason she figured out who he was because I worked with him. That was the only <laughs> very <laughs> humble brag from Jay Washington. <laughs> Damn right. Bobby, in case anybody didn't know, Jay worked with Wesley Snipes. Uh, <laughs> Where did, sure where, did he, where did since you brought it up, Bobby? Where did he work with him at? Well, since you're both <laughs> since you're both black, I could only assume court, <laughs> not tax court. Uh, shout out to him uh, going off on Twitter for somebody who's like, "You pay your taxes," and Wesley Snipes was like, "You can get these hands tax free." I'm like, "God <laughs> oh, damn!" But uh, but she hasn't. She doesn't. She's very unaware of a lot of like pop, any pop Is culture she, uh, from the eighties or nineties. She's not anymore. But, but she, she grew up. up? In, she was always rebellious against it. But she grew up in a religious household, mostly. Kind of a uh, one of those like you're watching too many TV shows with lead black characters uh-huh. households. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have a program that we're well, that wasn't on now. NBC. We yeah, yeah. Just we have a program we're doing called the Blackening of Her. Wholesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Get her to. <laughs> I'm a tester case. I'm half black, so I'm like her tester. I'm her tester. Uh, black. You're letting it. You're easing it in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. It will weigh the See, it rubs off. It rubs off. Oh, there, she's buddy. small. You got to get the rim shot too. <laughs> she's she's small. So. Um, so basically, what I'm saying is, I got, I was, my whole life, I was not censored, but I was told I couldn't talk about right. stuff. So now I don't want to deal with that. Right. I have a freedom of speech, and uh, we have plenty of men and women who fight for that right. So yeah. I want to. Now, having said that, I'll, you know, when I go perform for the military, they ask me not to talk about stuff. I'm fine. Of with course. That. Of course. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to go do a church because yeah. I know it'll just be not good for everybody. Yeah. Well, you want the people to laugh. At what you're doing, and you yeah. want to be able to tell the jokes that you are confident in making people laugh telling. Right. So mm-hmm. the last thing you want to do is put yourself in a position to try and either A, make up jokes that don't fit with the way you want to tell sure. jokes, or B, like kowtow to a group that you don't really want to do that type of performance yeah. for. <laughs> it's funny. I have a joke that uh, I start off about talking about being a preacher's kid. Then I have a joke about my dad retiring, and I know... If that joke does really well, that means these people have spent some time in church. In my next five minutes, they're not going to like. <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't do well, then I know they haven't spent that much time in church, so the next five minutes they're going to love. So, so either way, wow. you're kind of, kind of like b- backing yourself in the bet. You're just oh yeah. <laughs> well, I, I you know it's funny because I I've, I've talked about this on Paul Gilmartin's podcast. He he talked about when he was doing stand up, he didn't he was he's like he doesn't want to do stand up anymore because he's tired of like going up there and not doing the jokes he wants to do to make these people laugh. And before I started doing this religious stuff, I remember I was at a casino, a very, like, you know, as as Christian as a casino as you can get, which is very, very predominant, believe it or not. And I was, I was like, oh, shit, they're not going to like this religious stuff. Then I remember what he said, and I'm like, well, screw it, I'm doing it. And so I tell myself that every time before I go on stage, especially in those situations, because then I just, you know, I'm a comedian. If I can dig a hole, I can get myself out yeah. of it. Yeah, that's part of the gig, right? Yeah, Wait, totally. Religious casinos, though. I just want to know how this. All right, gambling Jesus. for Jesus. All right, Jesus. I mean, if you want to go black law, if you want to talk about a gamble, you know what I mean. Yeah. Living your life attached to a faith with no real 
I think I think I think the gamble is the atheist. There's it's, eight there's well, eight thousand religions and they're betting on none of them are real. I think a commitment is is the gamble at all. It's just committing, yeah. committing to one of those two. You know, either either non or one of them is, right. is a gamble to me. So well, it's not religious uh, casinos. It's a ton of people who think they're Christians or say they're Christians go mm. to casinos. I remember the first time I did the joke about being a preacher and uh, it got booed in Las Vegas and I called them on it. I'm like, really good Christians <laughs> in Las Vegas. Right, right, you right. know, and then they laugh at their own hypocrisy, which yeah. is hilarious. Right. I love it. Sometimes but, you just got to remind them of that though, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's the big thing is reminding people like, you know, I talk a lot about being mulatto on stage and one, the Mula- word mulatto, mulatto, half black, half white. And is that, one, can you still say that? He can. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm the mulatto guy. So obviously I get to make that oh, determination, right. don't right. I? Right. So that's, so that's a lot of a lot of the comedy that I have kind of gets into that situation because I watch people cringe when I say it who have no right. Hey, they are like, I'm a lot. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, Here we go. Oh, they cringe when you say Because they're like, oh, I think, and nobody has any understanding of what the word means. Where sure. it comes. So people are just cringing because they heard somewhere sometime that they weren't supposed to right, say Right, right. So there's a lot of that where you have to remind people like, listen, guys, I'm in charge of making of deciding whether this gets to be a funny thing or not, uh-huh. right? Like, so uh, that changes from crowd to crowd, though, but you have to remind people sometimes sure. like, what's going on. <laughs> what is I the origin? Argue, I always argue with Bobby that because he's half black and half white, he can't say the N-word with the hard E-R. And I always argue with Jay that since Obama can say it and he raps a lot of Drake lyrics that, and he says it, that I can <clears throat> say it also. Right. Also, You Obama. bigot. You, <laughs> God damn. shade bigot. <laughs> Just because I'm lighter than Obama and, and that's Drake, that doesn't mean anything. You're okay. a shade bigot. You I'm, not pretty, Obama. I'm pretty sure it's safe to say Aaron and I can't say it at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a safe bet. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby is cussing Listen, me out. If of I can get hung by the KKK, <laughs> then for sure I can say nigger, okay? <laughs> well, all right. Next subject, please. <laughs> <laughs> I was writing, speaking of the N, and I never say the N word. I don't. My 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 opinion on the word nigger doesn't matter because I'm a white guy. But uh, we weren't allowed to say that word. I was writing over at MTV, and we weren't allowed to say that word in our jokes. But this was a time when you know we were featuring gangster rap, and 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 it was every other word. Sure. So we used to sneak it in, <laughs> or try to sneak it in. <laughs> Because you know, because you're, like you're, you're writing for it's a comedy, and we're doing jokes about NWA, oh, yeah. and we can't so, say it. So, so the one of the jokes that that almost got me fired was uh, uh, who was the first? It was it was a comedy game show, and it was hosted by Ahmed Zappa. And the, one of the questions was uh, who was the who was the first rap duo to appear on Rolling Stone? Was it? Uh, Eric B and Rakim was it so and so and so and so and I put and then C was oil and vinegar. Finding ways, right? Yeah, just finding ways to. I just want to say for the listening audience, the two black guys just have had the heartiest of laughs. <laughs> so you know, hell, oil and vinegar. I listen. Good material is good material. It's yeah, just yeah. like anything else. Like if it's a fun, like. I think people get very caught up in minutia sometimes uh-huh. and miss the nuance of what people are saying when they're either using it in a conversation, mm-hmm. talking about something, or in a joke to try and get a point across. Absolutely. Like they miss that a lot. And yeah, for sure, some people just look for reasons to say things that they're normally not supposed, quote, sure. air quotes, not supposed to say. But yeah, I mean, 
sometimes you just gotta go. Again, right. like look, said, I don't like anybody who's lands, offensive right? for being offensive. Right, right, I, right. That, that right. That's the thing. Lame. If you're offensive, yeah. if you're just trying to, hey, watch the shock value. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then no, don't do it. If you're gonna say something that has a poignancy behind it, it's got a reasoning behind it. Mm-hmm. Again, oil and vinegar is hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you know, in the grand scheme of things, like we talk about it on our on our podcast about uh, how Marvel's gotten beef for whitewashing certain characters uh-huh. here where they claim or at least claims of whitewashing right. but they're one of the most diverse companies that are out there oh, I mean, really? they've got tons of lead characters that are of different you races, got a movie about faiths, to come out genders. with 96% of black Hollywood <laughs> 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 they was like who all is left what the hell is Carl Weathers doing I mean they, <laughs> they, they consistently give roles and jobs yes. to people of color Marvel minor, yeah, women everybody yes. but you know they change they change one or two characters to white people you know to white actors and they Everybody loses their mind. People lost their mind. They cast. There's a comic book character named uh, Iron Fist. His uh-huh. the, the character's alter ego is a guy, Danny Rand. In the comic books, he is a white guy. Okay. This comic was brought up in the 70s. He just during does the, kung fu. He just does. He's a white guy that does kung fu. It was brought up during the 70s during the black exploitation era and everything. Sure. And when they announced that they cast one of the kids from Game of Thrones. All of a sudden, I hate to call it this, but this is kind of what you call it, because there's a black Twitter, Asian Twitter, lost their mind. It was like, oh, Marvel's trying to whitewash the character. Marvel's just trying to make people white that shouldn't be white. Uh-huh. He is white. In the- <laughs> well, the problem is you get a lot of people that don't actually pay any attention, right? Uh-huh. Like, hey, Margaret no Cho, got to go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Margaret Cho, got to We talked about that one. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. She's on uh, next week. She <laughs> <laughs> she was upset about the casting of a character that in a, in a, in a movie that she doesn't know anything uh-huh. about. So. All right, so wait. So the character was a white kid. In and the comic, ca- too, is a white kid. kid. And whose best friend the, is a six foot seven black guy. Yeah, part yeah. of the part of the part of the novelty in the comics was in the seventies. This was a white and black character who were buddies together okay. fighting yeah. crime. So that was kind of like that was the hook then, and it's it's still set up to be the hook now. But right. because it's the story is largely involved about this white kid who gets who ends up over in Asia and learns kung fu over there and grows up over there and then comes back. For some reason, they thought it would be cool for Marvel to cast an Asian person as the lead, but uh-huh. that takes away from the story. Huh. It kills it. So hmm. I don't I know how we got off on that tangent. Because you guys apparently are nerds. I didn't realize. <laughs> most undercover nerds out Seriously, there. Seriously, you guys you guys both scare me just sitting there. <laughs> and yet right. I should be wedging you and give you uh giving you purple nurples. Yeah, we're sad we're we're sad lineman looking motherfuckers. <laughs> like, you mean you mean tell me you got feelings? What the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> I want to go back to the word mulatto. Where does yeah. that come from? And am I uh, saying that right? It's debated. It's debated. Okay. Um, it's mulatto or mulatto. M U L A T T O. Wow, I wouldn't have spelled that. that Shout out to every listener of this podcast right now who is Googling. All right. <laughs> it's the, the origin's debated. Uh, there's there's some people that um, that say it dates back to, uh, a, you know, the mule uh, because okay. it, was a, it was a cross between a, a donkey and a horse. And, right. a horse. Uh, and they used to say that's why it was a, a, an offensive term because, you know, you're, you're talking about naming people after animals sure. or whatever. But mules are awesome animals. Right. So, like, if you get named after something, mules are great. They're, yeah. they're st- people claim they're stubborn, but they're only stubborn when they're looking out for I the mean, people that are Eddie riding Murphy them. Eddie Murphy's donkey and Shrek was amazing. Okay? Right. So I'm, <laughs> was I'm fine with it. So, But it's technically, it's just, it's just some people believe it's a, it's a it's from the it's an Arabic word that means half black half uh-huh. white. So I well, like I, I, I can see how that. I just like it because it's descriptive. I like sure. it because it sounds kind of exotic. I mean, it sounds like I could be from the Isle of Mulat, which is uh-huh. cool. I like. <laughs> is there an Isle of Mulat? No, but if there was, I would go. I'm sure I'd have <laughs> citizenship naturally. <laughs> uh, what is the, so? Then what's the term? Since it's 
quote unquote not supposed to say it, what's the term that uh, is socially acceptable? Uh, biracial, mixed, okay. mixed. Uh, I think interracial. Mixed I think I know. I think it's more so nowadays. It's it become more sounds, biracial. Yeah, biracial. Biracial is that's so nondescript mm. because sure. there's so many different cultures that so are right intermarrying to, yeah. and making kids. It's yeah. like you know, I just want. It's just our little piece of the land. Can you see that? Come to the Isle of Mulat. I mean, when I was a kid, we I was a novelty. You know what I mean? But now wherever. I mean, we host we host a Daily Show now. We're all over the place. We're <laughs> no, we've, no, we've been not. president. You know what I mean? Like no, it's not mulatto. We're coming through. It? Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. I thought he was just African, no. South African. I just want to see Bobby start the petition to start the first annual mulatto parade. Tracy <laughs> Ellis Ross won a Golden Globe. I mean, it's big right now. Yeah. <laughs> but we great, just consider her a black woman. The that parade is I could march in it. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> like, we would never know. Everybody would be like, I'm mulatto. I couldn't. I'm black at 3.15 in the morning. I'm not marching to that parade. I'm half white. No, the hell you not. <laughs> I know some dudes from Nigeria who would argue about how black you actually this are. I've so seen so those blue, calm those down. purple black, those purple Shit, blacks, bigot. purple blacks, <laughs> purple black dudes. Yeah. What's a purple black dude? Uh, you know when you open up comic books and they show somebody who's got supposed to have real dark hair, but it's so dark that there's like shades of blue per- in it. It's like tints <laughs> and hinges of other colors. That you're like, oh my god, this is where they got that crayon like, from. Oh, that's indigo. That's right. mid- now, which half of you is saying that? Because the, ha- the wrong half would be racist. The inside half. Call it Jet Grape, because that's what I used to. That's what I used to dye my jet hair. Grape. Jet Grape. That was the color I used to dye my jet hair. Jet Grape. It looked black, but when you sh- when it was out in the daylight, it was purple. I like it. What? Jet Grape is the greatest thing I think I've ever heard. Now, do, you, do you talk a lot about being Milano? Yeah, you know, it just spurned from this thing of like, you know, you grow up and you have a lot of people questioning, like, well, what do you, you know, what do you side with? Or, and I just don't side with anything. I just have, right. an, I have an, a very American experience. I grew up in Chicago, uh-huh. very American, like, live here and learn this place type of of, uh, of childhood. And so, like, I don't really singularly relate to any to either group. Sure. So uh, I kind of try and present that as like. You know, we're out here. There's a different experience being had that uh-huh. kind of sees a little bit of both. I see, I see the complaints and problems that that kind of both sides kind of have right. each oh, other. That's but, and the lack of, you know, and and the, the the interesting areas of lack of respect, like white moms who have kids with black dads are the most disrespected moms in the world. Right? White like mom. My mom is the most like like the white moms of interracial kids are the most forgot about. Oh, really? People. Yeah, because whenever somebody wins or does well, it's always like first black. It's the first black winner of this. It's a and they just kind of like disregard what the mom has done. To, and oftentimes it's the mom raising the kids, oh, to be yeah. honest with you. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You, know, yeah, yeah. you know, Halle Berry wins. It's like, you know. She, that, <laughs> hold on. Can we not go to the crazy-ass level? Because we, <laughs> we got to figure out where her, because her shit was off. Like, we was like, Halle Berry won. What part of Halle won? Because they're like, they don't know what part of Halle have mental issues and shit. She was like, Halle Berry is beautiful, but she's also crazy as fuck. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, every part of Halle is yeah. one, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I yeah. one yeah. fine-looking woman. Yes, she is. She, so, I just watched her on the Flintstones. <laughs> With my kid two was, days ago, yeah, she and was, I was like, "She was Betty Rubble." No, no, she was the boss's wife. Oh, that's what she was. She was Mr. Slate's wife. No, she was a secretary. The secretary. Ah, yeah. but I'm watching that with my kid, and my kid's like, "Look, a dinosaur." Gotta like, know your look. stones, man. Gotta know your stones. <laughs> I'm like, "Look, a rack." <laughs> but it's, it's ideally, it's just a sense of identity, right? Okay, because sure. for for a group of people who kind of get pushed around identity-wise throughout mm-hmm. their life and for years of not having a box to check and all that other shit. You know right. what I mean? It's like, well, here's an identity. I started a holiday, Mulatto History Half Week. It's a three-and-a-half-day holiday. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> now, what kind of now this is? What kind of racism do you find on the road? 
uh, against you. It's, uh. You know, it's interesting. Racists always know right away. Like before I even bring up color, racists are always like, "You're a, you're a half black fella, aren't you?" <laughs> Man, you is, that, is that the signal? Is that how you know? What are you mixed with there now, boy? And it's just, you know, right away. <laughs> like, yeah, ain't that full right, white we wanted to be. It's got that, <laughs> yeah, that, nose, that nose is a little wider than we normally measure out. That's you know? like <laughs> identifying a bill collector on your phone. Yeah, you know that scene off. in Django and Chain where Leo brings Which out one? the skull <laughs> and he's like, he starts about phrenology. <laughs> these, three, these three indentations right. are we for can, subservience. We can tell by the width of your lips on the uh, horizontal angles that you are not a white person. Somebody was like, he's got a strong Jawline, but I'm not really sure. Have, I don't know if you've experienced as much racism on the road as I've guaranteed have. Well, I'm not sure how much racism you have, but if we can get a meter out, we can Let's probably. Get, <laughs> well, I well I do a lot. We'll get, we'll get my grandparents from Tennessee. They'll well, I feel like this. Yeah, on, this let us on a scale of let's do they would like to be more on the scale too. of on a scale of California, Southern California to Southern Al- Southernmost Alabama. Yeah, yeah. I haven't spent a lot of time in the South. Okay. So, but I have spent a time in Southern Illinois. Which well, you, is I was going to say you don't have to. <laughs> oh my God! You don't, you don't, don't have to go, go far. far. The KKK is straight out of Terre Haute, Indiana. So. I, I, lived in, I lived in Indiana. Yeah. I've done shows. Wait, there's a sign. I I did a show. And there was a sign that said, we shoot cans, Africans, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans. And I was in the car, I bullshit you not, with two white dudes and a Puerto Rican dude. I was like, why the fuck am I here? Wow. They was like, no, no, it's going to be And also, why doesn't Caucasian end in can? What the fuck? <laughs> you know, like. So get it fair for everybody. I mean. That's when you throw your Puerto Rican brother out front. It happens, I was though. in the back seat, too. <laughs> on top of that, I wasn't sitting in the front. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I was in. Uh, wow, I was horrible. Where I was, was in that o- sign? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, it's right. by Terra Ho- 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 Yeah, yeah. I was, I was in Ohio with uh, with Josh Johnson, yeah. uh, who's out in New York right now. Mm-hmm. Really, really funny comic. Uh, he's, in, he's actually in town for Chicago the month. Chicago guy? Yeah, he's yeah. actually in town for the month right now. He's in, t- he's in L.A. now. Okay. Um, but I was in Ohio with him, and he's a he's a black dude. And we had one we had one student. We were doing colleges, and we mm-hmm. had one student from the college. We were on our way to Buffalo Wild Wings, and it was late at night in some shitty college town in Ohio that had a population of maybe like a thousand people right. or something. And we go to turn a corner and I get pulled over by a cop. I, I saw him slow down. So I let him slow down and I went to the side and he gets behind me and then pulls up behind me and pulls me over. And he said that the, the light in my license plate frame was out <laughs> and pulled me over. And I go, how did you know that from being in front of me? Ooh. <laughs> and then that's when I realized I probably should have cooled out because then he wanted to see everybody's ID right, and we right. had to go through the whole thing. And he was like, I don't know how it is in Illinois, but out here you need to have a tail light <laughs> A bulb in your license plate. I'm like, well, listen, man, my hotel is visible from here. If mm-hmm. I can just get there, I will be out of your town right, right. before the need for this to happen <laughs> again happens. And then I told him I was a comedian. He kind of eased up a little uh-huh. bit there. He's like, oh, good. You, man, they, that I'm a comedian line like, has gotten me out of a like, as, long as, <laughs> as long as y'all niggas are leaving, we don't You <laughs> niggas is telling jokes are leaving? Tell me some chuckles, all right? When are you leaving? Tomorrow? All right, good. He goes, you might, you might want to walk back over to the hotel <laughs> like, here. Just leave hey, the did car. You, did you make any women laugh at the show? Uh, yeah. Was one kind of a big and big and <laughs> none of them tried to come back with you, did they? That's they don't want that to happen. That's the none of them coming back with no, you. No, sir. At, uh, I'm a happily married man. Uh, I'm devoted and I give my life to the Lord. So I'm gonna go back to my room and pray. <laughs> come on, Jenny. We going home now. We go, there's always that one dude who like the one girl who like at the end of the show who's talking to you just a little bit too long and oh, she's yeah, smiling yeah. a little too hard and like she's there with her brother and his girlfriend or some shit. Yeah, and you're yeah. just like, I know this could be a great drink somewhere if we could really. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Jasper and, and the sheet that he's got in the back of the if it wasn't for truck. Earl and Ethel talking about something, I think she should stay. <laughs> I, she could have.
<laughs> Come on, Jenny, we going to go. You know, we going we got we got dinner reservations. Who the hell like, picking it's up? It's 11:30 ba- at night. It's 11:30. Somebody got to get a goddamn babysitter. <laughs> how many how do you use com- I need to know. How do you use comedian to get out of co- tickets? A lot of times because it works for a black dude. Yeah, really because you know <laughs> because you know that a lot of times the reason you've been pulled over is because you're a minority in that sure. town. Right. You're Absolutely. getting pulled over cuz you're speeding. We're getting pulled over because <laughs> we're, we're black. black. <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing under the speed limit on purpose. Hey, I've never sat so 90 degree erect, hands oh, at yeah. 10 and 2, seatbelt on, everything's sure. good. And you know the moment you get pulled over, what you're getting pulled over for. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing here? Uh, I just came from a show. What type of show? I was I was uh, at this place. What were you doing there? Because you know they want to get the detail. Right, right. And I'm dragging it out as long as I can to point it. I was telling jokes. I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. Or oh, you funny, tell me some jokes. I said, well, sir, unfortunately, I'm off the clock right now. But I can direct you to a YouTube page. Here's uh-huh. my card, all this. This is merchandise. Expo. Oh, okay. So where Jay's you out here to? trying to sell T-shirts right. to the cops. <laughs> here's my merchandise. Here's my DVD. Swear to God. Swear <laughs> Of God, I told a cop. Money one goes time. to charity. Right. I, I, I bullshit you not. I told a cop one time I, in Chicago. He pulled me over. I was like, yo, I got these t shirts for sale. They're two for 20 right now. You get this wristband. And if you make a purchase, your support goes to the greatest support in the world, my child support. And he laughed his ass off. was like, get on up out of here. I was like, praise you, Jesus. I was like, you should still buy this shirt, though. But I was like, I need to get rid of Also, I got a DVD. Where you going? Where you going? Get this DVD. Hello, you want these laughs? Hello? You're purposely going to speed up, sell them. Hey, man. Hey, man, you pulled off without getting this DVD. Uh, I'm saying, you know how long it's time to burn this shit? This is one at a time. But the, the thing is, is like, you know, obviously I'm not I'm not the darkest person in the world. Sure. So but I but also like if you see most of the time the way that I dress, I dress with an urban style to me. When uh-huh. you're in when you're in small towns, I can, t- I can tell by your Linus t shirt. Yeah, it says munchies on the bottom. Oh munchies. You know? <laughs> but when you're but when you're uh when you're in a when you're in a rural area, like even though in a big city it's just the way that everybody kind of culturally dresses. Uh-huh. In small towns, a lot of times people are just Kind of brainwashed to believe like that's just how black people dress. Yeah, so automatically. If there's any hint that I might be black, mm-hmm. they're just like, well, he's wearing that jacket and he's got that look on. He's wearing those sunglasses. Probably a black guy. Let's uh-huh. pull him over and find out. And Fuck, then, he <laughs> think he is those aviator shades. Yeah, yeah. And I do a lot of roads. I've done a lot of road stuff with with other black comics. So uh-huh. there's usually like two or three of us in the car together. And like, sure. well, if he's not black, one of those other guys is black for sure. And right. one of them definitely <laughs> has that marijuana. Man, the first time I really experienced it was I, I dated a girl here who was. Uh, a Latina, and we got pulled over one yeah. time, and yeah. it, they went through. And this is when I first got out here in the '90s, so it was still pretty. The cops oh, yeah. were the cops were still pretty. This was you know pretty pissed because of uh, Rodney King, Rodney King, yeah. and it was the abuse was still going on, and they went through everything. They frisked her. They had her up on. They had me down on the curb. They had they had me take off my shoes. All, and it was just all like because she was she was a Mexican chick and she was riding in a Camaro. And Having a white girl in the car will get that done to you. If you're a black person with a white girl in the car, oh, really? don't don't let her be in the back seat either. Oh man, they want to see or gagged. Yeah, I've been pulled over and had them come up and ask for her ID. Just what? Like, yeah, it's just like, well, she's a passenger, man. You're checking to see if she's okay, as if I if she's a missing person. <laughs> right, right. Let me see your ID, man. Let me go. Let me see your ID. I'm gonna check to see if everything's yeah. okay. That's for sure. Right, right. That's for Blink sure. Happened. Really? Oh yeah. Jeez. Oh yeah. Blink your eyes. Yeah, that's the Blink that's twice. the that's the scary part of being on the road. You're just like, oh shit, am I going home today? <laughs> you know, I did have plans for tomorrow. My <laughs> fuck. You know, it's a lot of. I've done shows a lot, a lot of times. I do do shows in being in Chicago. You do shows in Indiana, uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. 
and Michigan. Michigan people think it's super nice. That late night drive home, like a lot of times. Michigan's huge, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's all open woodland area. Okay. it's winter time and shit, and there's deers running around, and deer it's four out here degrees. The deer like degrees. the deer looking at you as you go past, like, "What's up, fam?" You're like, "Nothing. <laughs> I'm trying to get by myself." No, no, I'm good. Somebody up there gonna come see you. And you got these officers. You know, people like always hear Michigan; they automatically think Detroit. Right. Detroit's just one city. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of bullshit in Michigan, unfortunately. Like what? I've never been. You through the rural areas, like okay. driving to tra- uh, Traverse City. Okay. That's a five-hour drive from Chicago. You can go and deal with some most some of the most racist towns where you can tell, like, if you're stopping to get gas, how the clerks will look at you. Really? Yeah. Uh, going to Kalamazoo, which is only two and a half, three hours. Mm-hmm. It's it's generally a, a blue state, if you want to talk about the politicized part of it. But there's there's so many rural areas out yes. there where people are into hunting and stuff like that. Sure. And there's also a pushback because, like, you know, when Ford originally set that place up, Dearborn was the town that he had for all of his white workers, and Inkster was the town that he had for all of his black workers. So hmm. uh, there's already a set-in bit of racism that's sure, kind absolutely. of implied. Mm-hmm. And then you have a lot of uh, you have a lot of Middle Eastern families who moved there at one point, like in Rochester Hills. There's a lot of well-to-do Middle Eastern families. So mm-hmm. There's a lot of pushback against that. And that just kind of emanates out throughout the state because hmm. when it's not good for, you know, when, when one park gets favored, those people in those rural areas, as we've seen with, <laughs> with this election, strike back. Well, very right, right. Also, I so drove... The cops, are, the cops are bored as shit. If, if, you're remember, in, if you're in East Lansing, there's nothing to do. Oh, or I've I've driven to the oh, upper absolutely. peninsula, the upper peninsula of Michigan. Oh yeah, uh, Houghton. No, uh, the UP. Say, yeah, the UP, the Upers. Yeah, I've gone to uh, where was I? I was in uh, Yips, Yipsalanti or whatever it's Yipsalanti. called. Yipsalanti. Yeah. Yeah, Yipsalanti. Yeah, that should, it At, sounds like it was named by a yeti. Just like <laughs> who was high off of that shaman magic. Call it Yipsalanti. But uh, and you go there, and Marquette is maybe a mile away. You can see Marquette. Okay. And by there also is the border from Canada. And I did a show at a pizza place. And the, first of all, they sit the, the hotel they put you in is called the Triangle Motel. It smells like death because everybody there is hunting and they're processing the meat in the uh, room. <laughs> so it really smells like It was that. making okay. jerky in room 405 and just going up. You want this some... venison over here I got <laughs> sitting in the tub? No! But you Would do you like sh- smoking or non-smoking? Ugh. Gutting or non-gutting? But you do the show at the pizza place, which uh-huh. brings out damn near the whole town. <laughs> and then it was like there were no, it was me and a white comic. I was featuring for him the first time I went up there. And there was no black people in the crowd. Then all of a sudden at the show, a black dude came named Nico. I was like, of course your name is Nico. Right. Everybody was like, hey, Nico. I was like, of course everybody fucking knows Nico. <laughs> right. Then Nico asked me, yo, man, you want to buy some Jordans? Of course Nico <laughs> sells fucking Jordans out of his car. It's the only place you can get Jordans in all it of the Ypsilanti. Is... Ain't no Foot Locker. It's just Nico. <laughs> you know, Nico got them Scotty Pippins. The single supplier. They laugh at all of Nico's shops, by Nico the way. Nico is they want, killing. They want those Jordans. Nico <laughs> needs a Netflix special to record these people. Like, this was before Netflix was even around. Like, Nico got Jordan. He was selling all this out the trunk of his car. And they was like, yeah, Nico always have hook us up on shoes. Of course he does. Nico's part of a, of a gun-running ring based out of Brooklyn, New York. And Nico he just comes, stop no, Nico goes back to, he goes back to Dearborn. Like, he gets all his shit there from his buddies, uh-huh. drives a couple of hours north. The Dearborn Scranton Ypsilanti Triangle. <laughs> <laughs> the Wilkes Bear Pennsylvania connection up on the side. <laughs> Gun spices and Air Jordans. That's <laughs> You want this goddamn paprika? You want paprika? 
<laughs> I get you, Paprika. <laughs> you know what I found was interesting, which I didn't know about this until recently, was before Ford moved the car companies out there, they're based in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And it was a, uh, a very huge black community out here working in those, uh, uh, those companies, factories. those yeah. factories. Yeah. And it was a great middle class lifestyle they had. And a lot of people moved from the South because it was so horrifically racist mm-hmm. back then. <laughs> Back <laughs> and, uh, what do you mean? Twenty minutes ago? Less <laughs> well, horrifically, but still planned. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean it wasn't open hanging in trees. <laughs> Not horrifically, just terrible. Right, right. And so they all moved out here, and then just for some, I forget why they took everything out, but uh, but yeah, but I just learned that recently. It's mm. I have. A, I'm from the south, and uh, my uh, family is hugely racist. A lot of them have uh, died, seen the light. <laughs> That's, a, that's the same thing, isn't it? Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. But I remember I, I dated this girl who was black, and she was a backup singer for, or backup dancer for somebody, somebody who was something, and then maybe like Hammer, Young MC, but this was much later on. And, and the B-line. Young MC, though. Oh, I haven't man. heard of Young MC. Just bust a move. Uh, uh. You obviously have never seen me karaoke. Then, if you haven't heard "Bust a Move" in a while, <laughs> is that your go-to? Your go-to? That, well, that's one of them. That's what we did. Carry up after the punchline the other night, and we got really drunk. All three of us and two of us don't drink very much. And I bust. I started with "Bust a Move," then I got really drunk and ended up with uh, "Sweet Transvestite" from a Rocky Horror Picture Show. Nice. Uh, but yes. I called my I called my cousin. Uh, to talk to my mom, I guess my mom was visiting. She's like, so you got a girlfriend? And I said, yeah, her name's whatever. She's like, what she do? Oh, she's a backup dancer for Young MC or whatever. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, really? She black? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get your mom. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I'll get uh, your mom. I mean, I've been the I've been the tester black for more than one. The tester woman. black. Yeah, I've been the tester black. What's for more the tester than, black? It's you know, it's like when you're not ready to make the full jump over to a full <laughs> black person, but you just want to check it out. You know, you just want to be like, I, let's just see. That's like how heavy, my, heavy set women for gay guys. Yeah, it's just like you just want to see. Like you want to bring that. You, you bring me home just to see. You know what I mean? Like how angry does my dad get? I dated you know? in high school. <laughs> I dated a white girl. I went to a Catholic high school for a year. And she went to one of the sister schools. Mm-hmm. I dated this girl for a year who had a half black kid already. Oh, and you're in high school? This, yeah. Okay. She was already getting it in, <laughs> and uh, she had a half black kid. But Jay likes low hanging fruit. <laughs> I mean, I didn't. I didn't know at first. I didn't know when I first met her she had a kid. You thought it was her little brother? I, no, I never. The kids, I gotta drop him off at the school. Kid well, the kid didn't the, come to high school yet. It the was, kid, it was no. <laughs> the thing is, the kid wasn't with her. The kid uh, was with the dad. Mm. So. When I met her, and then we started talking. Black man taking care of his kids. I know, right? <laughs> For a white woman, go figure. In the nineties, <laughs> what? That wasn't even required <laughs> wasn't back even then. Required. That was, that was optional. You didn't even have that. Wasn't that even wasn't on the required. list. <laughs> you know, it wasn't even an other choice. Nigga, that was just like it's never gonna happen. <laughs> he was saying he was like upset the president of this Holy bitch. Shit. But I was with her, and her, bro- statue for her it, brother was the most racist piece of shit I'd ever heard. The bro- chick you were dating. Yeah, her okay. brother and father. Her mother was trying to be open, mm-hmm. but her father and brother was still the most racist pieces of shit ever. And I was like, as I found out, I was like, wait, you got a half black kid already. Right. She's like, that's why that's he's probably not. why. And that's why he's not here. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's why he's with his dad. I was like, God. Wow. Damn. Sometimes wow, wow. they want to check out the size, but they're not so sure about the color, you know? Yeah, <laughs> no, <it's happened> sometimes. <laughs> 
I used to get the hairy eyeball from the, the other, uh, another black girl I dated. We, we, I, I used to get the hairy eyeball walking like through to the mall. They... Walking through the mall from the brothers. Yeah. I used to get the hairy eyeball. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it's your fault. Right. <laughs> God damn it. I can't even get one because you came along and sold these heifers a dream. That's, that's, yeah, you stole theirs, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You just stole this from us. There's plenty of them that are asking for you. Go find them. <laughs> Listen, I'm a pussy. If they would have said something, I would have been like, she's all yours. Yeah, take her away. <laughs> Hey, listen, I didn't really mean to cause any headache. But it's been fun, baby. Go on, go over there. Yeah, He's, there you go. I think he's going to do better than I am. If a fight comes up, I mean, you're going to go to him any goddamn way. Do you seek out trouble on the road? Like, do you seek, do you go out? Oh, uh, fuck no. Because <laughs> that's I go, what we call seeking out trouble. <laughs> going out. Going out into the night after no, a show, before it, it, a you show. You know what? I've, yeah. had, I've done so many shows in, like, Minnesota and stuff where people are like, yo, come to this bar with us. And you're like, oh, the crowd was great. But then you're like, mm, if I go to this bar with y'all, how the fuck? Nah, I'm mm-hmm. good. Because I was like, next thing I know, I'm waking up in somebody's tool shed tumble some, hey, mm-hmm. Mr. Funny Man, <laughs> I can get seven fifty for them kidneys. What? I, <laughs> like, I don't want to take that chance at all. I've never done it. Like, I'll, I'll talk to you after the show. Right. I'll, you know, if it's at a bar, I'll talk to you at that bar. But I'm not going to another location. Oh, yeah. I refuse to do that. You? How far away from home am I? <laughs> well, listen, because the further away I am from home, the more wild I'm trying. I usually end up. I'm like, where Where are we going? Sure, okay. How far is that? Nah. Like, I just, if, well, my oh, fears. I just don't make it back. Like, if I'm in, if if I'm up in Minnesota or uh, like when I was in Ohio and I knew I was just gonna be there that night anyway, it's like, especially if I'm driving, I'm like, right. yeah, I'm gonna go out and just see what's going on. Like, I right. don't have to drink a whole lot, but I can at least go and just like let's see how this town has fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the the nighttime for me has been kind of. I went out to a flea market with Rena Calm in the daytime Ooh, one time in Ohio. I went to a flea market with Rena Calm in the daytime in this Ohio town. I forget what it was, but it was some town that, like, if I said it, you would be like, I don't know what state that's oh, in. But it was in Ohio, and we were very concerned because Rena is a Jewish woman, and I'm yeah. black and Jewish. And is we're she in this a comic? Spot. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Rena what? Rena Calm, C A L M. Super, super funny comic yeah, yeah, out of super Chicago. Funny, super hilarious. Comedian. But, uh, yeah, comedian. Comedian. Uh, Does she have but, a rock in her vagina? <laughs> We could, would, she probably would Duh. give it a shot. She, she probably would think, shot. I wouldn't Rena, be surprised. I apologize. I would not <laughs> put it past Rena at all. I don't know you. Just I to apologize. see, though. Not because, you know, she needs, just because she'd like to give it a shot. shot. Just to say, you know what? I did it. But, man, we found swastikas mm. and all types of stuff at this thing. We were just oh, like, was that, that was the shit that, that was the shit that Rena was taking pictures of and yeah, putting it on it Facebook? Yeah, like in Tilbin, Ohio yeah. or some shit. Milford or something. It's something that sounds like a woman's name from the 1920s. Till it, it's like Tillin or something like that. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was it was interesting. Tiffin. Tiffin, yeah, Tiffin, yeah, that and I know scariest, about Tiffin because scariest flea market. I've I caught ever the mega bus from Chicago to Cleveland. You caught the what? The mega bus, okay. which is the Greyhound of the sky. So I mean, it's the Greyhound of dollar life. bus rides. Dollar, it's like dollar, not even the sky. Excuse me, that spirit. But uh, caught the mega bus, and in one of the stops in like the rest area is in Tiffin, mm-hmm. and they have. Black I'm sorry, people. what state is this? Like, Ohio. Ohio. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And they have black people that work there, and every time a black person sees another black person, they give you this look like you shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, it's like that new Jordan Peele movie, Get Out. Yeah, it's like Get Out. It's literally, <laughs> oh, I see it. It's a, it's a, it's not out yet, but the oh. movie is about a uh, a black boyfriend who's going to his girlfriend's home to meet the parents for the first time. Right, but right. it's a horror movie. Like the, any ah! black person that comes there just kind of comes up missing. So it's, it's a, like, the yeah. setup is like every black man's fear about going to meet right. like, his white girlfriend. That is amazing. That is amazing. I love that's it. That's how I felt. I was like, Are we gonna get out of yeah. here? Is that a thing? That's gonna... I was like, Yo, I'm still leaving on this mega bus. Uh, <laughs> is that bus still out there? <laughs> Shit. But did I go out that night in Tiffin? I sure shit did. Really? You know, yeah. How yeah, old are you? Yeah. Uh, I'm 35. All right. You're not <laughs> it was married. A, it was, no, no, All not right. anymore. I escaped. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's no joke. <laughs> Okay, keep tone it down. He just got married a month ago. Oh, okay. Go well, good for you, man. It's it's the right thing for some people. Sure, sure. Absolutely. For sure. It's absolutely. not for me. It's a bad idea. <sighs> I just don't go out just taking the whole race out of it. I don't go out after I don't leave the premises of the show because every step you take away from where the show was, the less famous and celebrity This is sta- true. celebrity status this you is lose because yeah. in the club you uh, you might as well be Tom Hanks. A yeah. block away, you yeah. might as well be Murray. Yeah. I try not to go to the place where everybody who is just at the show is. It's more like, where is there a thing going on that's separate okay. from these people where I can just go out and have a night where I can just kind of like immerse myself in this neighborhood or in <laughs> mm-hmm. this town? Or like... I like to go uh, immerse myself in the hotel room. <laughs> that's where I did all that. I went to keggers. I've ended up in places I didn't know how to get back from. Drinking drugs, all nine yards. I got it all out in my young, in my youth, and now a nice bottle of scotch back at the hotel room. God forbid you didn't. And I haven't turned those down. I haven't turned down those nights too. That's why when you got three nights in a place, sweet, I'll ask ask you to come over. You got a night. You got a night in. (laughs) You got a night out. Well, three nights in. Like I've, you do shows, and you might go to a bar down the street. Yeah, nights in. But like, if you're one night in, one night out, you're like. Yeah, yeah. One night in, one night out. You get I'm good. You. you know what I've enjoyed doing lately, and, and uh, Tom Rhodes had started this on, on this kick, is going out and hitting a local, a local open mic. Yeah, yes. In yeah, town. Yeah, yeah. And yes. That that is, that's fun. Yes. Yeah. yeah, just to see what's around. Or and just to watch here. the reaction you get, be like, yeah, I'm playing at the such yeah. and such. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and they'd be like, you're this what? This guy's in town from so and so, and he's going to be at the Whatchamacallit tomorrow night. But he came here for you guys. Yeah. And of course, he tanks in front of 20 comics. <laughs> And he's going to be at the Giggle And then the comics are like this. How the fuck are they making these people headliners? I should headline. (laughs) Of course they are. That's where they don't laugh at you on purpose just to make you feel like you show this motherfucker. Dude, I'm funnier than this. That petty. That's literally that tweet. That tweet, oh my God, the headliner of this club just came here and I'm such an eager laugher, man. I love laughing at other comics at shows. And don't get me wrong, you know, over a course of two hours of comedy as somebody who's already a comic who's probably heard half of the material that I'm going to hear, there's times where I check out completely. Absolutely. But I love, I mean, I mean, I like stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> I also like laughing at funny stand-up, yeah, yeah, or like, yeah. or even like helping a room that needs help with laughter. Sure. Like just giving it a little bit easier to something, just if it makes the. Because I want to be in a fun room. Hate the and force, if I have to push yeah, yeah. it, do you hate the force laugh? Got either one of you the force? That it's that's more like my wife. <laughs> You never heard I, that first laugh? I hate it when I know it's a dude who's trying to fuck the comic who's on stage. Okay. Oh, you know, you yes. Get, you, get that, you get that one where you're like, okay, I've seen you guys together at three open mics or him following you at three open mics. Obviously, I know what he's doing. He's laughing at you because he wants to make you feel better than about my, yourself. Yeah. Right, even right. somebody who's already getting laughs, you hear this idiot cackling in the back of the room right. and you're just like, come on. There was just a very tell fam- you want to fuck her. <laughs> There's <laughs> a very famous open mic here in town, which is no longer. And the guy who ran it was supportive and would laugh at everybody's joke, even if they weren't funny. And mm. you got to give them that. But it was a cackle, and it was yeah. annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with, like, I, it, hey, sometimes you don't laugh either. But if you're sure. going to laugh anyway, if the room's kind of going a little bit, mm-hmm. to just give it that little extra push, yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine. Obviously, laughing in the dark by yourself is kind of ridiculous. Ugh, right. but, don't but you, this, helps, is, yeah. this is egotistical, but don't you love when the, there's a room that is ready to laugh, but the comics aren't 
bringing it because I don't know they're young or they're new, yeah. and then you go on and then you bring it to the next level. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. That makes me, that makes yeah, me feel better than that. Well, this is yeah. what they wanted. Let me yeah. it. It's that, it's that Excuse me, son. satisfying <laughs> feeling of knowing that you made it all the way around the can with the can opener without fucking up, without just stopping like, once, and it pops open. You're like, fuck yes. <laughs> Stay stuck to the magnet still, and you're just like, I just won everything today. I should probably not even cook this and go back to bed. Let this shit sit right here in the can. So what it made cat spores and they fucking can but you know that's, what that's I how that, that feels shit. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I, I've seen so many rooms like that where you have comics who are just like you know whatever I've seen a lot of host barrier room for oh. no apparent reason lack of ability to host a show that's yeah, the reason yeah, yeah. <laughs> no that's what I mean that's the, besides it I'm like you know you guys aren't, aren't trying to laugh at anything you're not doing shit that's funny. Just not producing a good host. They want to. They want to laugh. Yeah, make yeah. them laugh. That's it. That's your yeah. job. I get tired of comics nowadays that have tried to be the whole. Well, I'm not trying to make them laugh. I just want to make them think. You're a fucking clown. Yeah, be a teacher, dude. Get that. They're looking for clapture. Right. right? Yeah. Have a fucking for, TED talk. You're a like, comedian. Oh, you are so brilliant. Right. Right. You're so Have brilliant. A, oh my god, talk. it's not my job to just try to make them laugh. <laughs> it's not about jokes. It's about education. Hold a fucking TED talk. Well, if you're if you're hosting a show, your job is to make sure that the energy is high for the comics who are coming up and that right. they're ready for an actual show to start off. And there's just a lot you're of times where LA like, comedy is worse for that. There's but just a lot of times you you know you watch that first or second comic come up and you know that they're not terrible it's somebody you know it's somebody you've mm. seen be good before and they're just kind of mediocre and you're like what is it and then you see the host go back up and do another four minutes before he brings up the second comic and you're like motherfucker right well on the flip <laughs> side of that is uh uh a host also needs to uh even out the room yeah so, so if so let's say jay goes up there and destroys right then the comic's got to bring it back yeah. to the to yeah. the even keel yeah. so that's uh, the Bobby equalizer can go yeah also too. Jay destroys and then somebody's got to leave even the room out so I can get up there and try to I know the fuck you not. So That's a compliment, Adam. I know, oh, but should, I'm telling you. That's how defensive he is. No, no, because I'm going to tell you what Bobby did. Because Bobby Bobby is one of my, uh, my best friends in this game. Tales. All right, this is, what I, this is so, all waiting an hour for this. So, <laughs> for you to start narking each other out. So this is what Bobby started at, when I met Bobby with one of our other good friends, Xavier Lamont. Bobby was fresh into the game. Mm-hmm. So we were, me and XL, were, we were coming up and we were watching Bobby grow. So one of the things that the three of us have always had with the, with us as a friendship is if one gets a headline and opportunity, if we can, we're bringing the other one with. Love it. Yeah. So that was always been it's the, the rule thing. Of thumb. I so love it. I was like, well, you know, XL was busy. Xavier, we call him XL. He was busy. I was like, Bobby, listen, you want to do this weekend? I'm headlining the spot. You want to feature? He was like, cool. Bobby had come out here for like a couple of weeks or whatever, and I was like, all right, Bobby's gonna do what he got to do, and I'm just gonna be able to work and do what I got to do. I'm listening to Bobby on stage, and Bobby got this shit roaring. Yeah. And I'm like, man, what the fuck? I was like, I was like what Part of f- that is Jay's own inability to just believe that somebody could be good. No, no, no. <laughs> he, just, he just forgot. No, he forgot. No, no. I know what Bobby can do, and that wasn't it. Yeah. It was just like above no that. Idea. It was above that. So no I was idea. like, what the fuck? So now I'm reevaluating my set. Right, now. I'm right, like, right. okay, I got I to go here now. I can't go here. I need this first joke to kill. And so Bobby was like, he does his last joke, and I know what his last joke is. I was like... This can't be as hysterical as they're going to make it be. And this bitch blows up. I said, oh, my God. Such a doubter, man. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a doubt. The fight it was upstream. Like, you know? it this was is that, why mulatto is a thing. No, because, again. <laughs> because, <laughs> hello. So 
the host just says, you know what? We're going to keep this energy straight rolling. You ready for your headliner? Yeah, he didn't even have the room at all. Right. At all. <laughs> next. Here's yeah, the yeah. next guy. So keep Bobby, laughing. Good luck. So Bobby comes back. Me and him are about to cross paths. Bobby was like, good luck. I was like, man, fuck you. It's <laughs> <laughs> simple. He was like, well, I like that. I was like, I got to go work there. Right, right. Oh, and, I, shame, and it wasn't you know? no problem. And I'm, I'm glad it made it happen because mm-hmm. I literally was on stage was like, I need this first joke to hit exactly <laughs> where I need it. If not, this is going to be a long fucking night. <laughs> and it did. But you have some of those hosts who know how to just say, well, this energy is rolling, and they know the other comics coming up. I say to them, they know the other comic. Right. So if it's a high-energy comic, you know that en- that comic can keep that energy going. They can yeah, sustain yeah. that. But it's sometimes you'll have a high-energy comedian followed by a low-level comedian, mm-hmm. and you have to bring it down. Sure. Because that a low-level comedian who's just monotone can't sit there and be like— Sometimes you get a real quality host, too, who'll come up to whoever's next and, and will even bring up, like, yo, this guy's killing right now. Are you you want to just pound right after? Do you want to go right up? Right yeah. Yeah. I could do a quick bit, or I sure, could just sure. bring you up, like, what are you feeling Absolutely. like? Absolutely. You know? Because that gives you all the ability to just I've go, seen, yeah, I've, man, go knock out two minutes and let me just let this I've seen a lot out here, and, and I know you up. have since you've been out here for so long. I don't know how many of you have seen— there aren't many is hosts. That a diss, Aaron? Was he dissing me at all? No, okay. not at all, at all. No, this is, this is a comment because you've been in LA longer than either one of us have combined. Mm-hmm. Where there aren't hosts. When you get guys who go up, folks. Is that Another, still a, still a sure diss? Yeah. Okay. Shut up, everyone! <laughs> <laughs> where you get the host, they go up and they're not a host. The first mm-hmm. thing they decide to do is do their set. Mm hmm. And oh. then they'll say, hey, everybody, and just go straight into the set. And blah, they're blah, like, blah. well, that's, that's it. The worst. You guys ready for the show? And you're like, wait, what? Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, I can't stay. I mean, you've seen that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't. The I crowd pers- hasn't been brought into the room, right? They've At just all. Kind of, they've, they've walked into what's essentially a, a stage show that they're not really a part of. Because yeah. they haven't been, like, welcomed I mean, in and pulled of, into the I process. I get in L.A. comedians are, are focused on work. I got to get my seven. I right. need my TV seven together. Right. You know, and that's what they're working on. But it's like you're the host. At that point in time, you have to forego yourself and think about the show. There's yeah. no patience here. There's no patience anywhere. Anyway, yeah. it's, it's I don't have it's the only virtue I have is patience. I have yeah. no other virtues, but the only the only <laughs> yeah, one I've got is that thing where just, yeah. <laughs> the only thing is you know, is, is just no patience, that thing of like, you know, some night this is gonna be the some nights this is just the seven that you get to do. You yeah, know yeah. What I mean, like some nights the ten you're doing is gonna be a host ten and you yeah, just gotta yeah. eat it and fucking do it. Like like everybody else who's been around for twenty years had to do six years in, you know right, what I mean? Right. Like Absolutely. sometimes that's just what the name of the game is. Because you forget about that shit. Still so want to work. Much. You know? Nothing worse than a host coming out and go and go. You know, ladies and gentlemen, Jay Thomas, Jay Thompson, and you walk out and. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to meet this Jay Thompson. I swear to God. This Jay Thompson's getting booked everywhere. He's getting booked. Oh, that motherfucker's amazing. Whoever Jay Thompson is, somebody checking his Twitter right now, like, yo, dog, they keep this talking. Is blowing about. up. They talking about you like a motherfucker. Well, there's that, like, there's that, like, self defining level of, of stardom. Or, it's just like, you know, until someone else tells me that I have the right to demand something more, like, wherever you put me in the lineup, wherever the oh, game, yeah. like, okay, Absolutely. yeah, do I want to work or do I not want to work? Right, you right. know what I mean? So there's a time when it comes, I'm sure, for comics at different levels to decide what they're willing to, you know. But what about the road the road shows you do where the host is either A, a just a straight local comedian or mm-hmm. B, the a owner of the comedian. the op- owner of the <laughs> owner of the venue where you're performing. Oh, the owner oh, who swear <laughs> the ones who like, "Oh, you think you're going to come into my town? Let me show you how I do it." <laughs> and they got the same eight jokes they've been telling that everybody has heard maybe uh, poorly, weekend, poorly week. sexually harassed the, a girl who's with her boyfriend in the front, front row. row. <laughs> hey, see what that loser? Hey, come get with a winner. I own the joint. Yeah. It's a shame those tits are going to waste. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Yeah. 
No, they're the worst. Oh, dude, we had just a, a local, uh, what's his name? Jeff Johnson, I think. He's a MC at the comedy club out in Pasadena or uh, Valencia. And he does it right. He's like, yeah, I'm tanked tonight, but that's all new material because these same 40 people, yeah. you know, we got a rotation of about 200 people who come every week. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to hear my feed them. I got to get, I got to try new stuff. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's other house MCs who have been doing this. I filled in for an MC one time at a club in town are like are you the new MC? <laughs> <laughs> we, we love him but we can't we can't hear that eight minutes again yeah, you know yeah. and, it's, and i can see how i can get complacent listen i'm oh, you get really, really interactive with the crowd yeah but I it's mean, you know it's really hard to take that step back in a hot sold out room and go i'm working on new material today uh -huh. you know yeah. you want to you want to you want to johnny ballpark it and knock it uh -huh. out of the you know but you got to you got to take those hits especially out here because it's so hard to get good it's so hard to find there's so many open mics, it's hard to find good open mics. Mm -hmm. And then it's hard to really get good reaction at those open mics yeah. because it's so much just comics. Yeah. Like in Chicago, that's well, I moved home to start doing comedy because I wanted to really kind of go and cut my teeth and sure. kind of learn the business and learn how to like learn whether I was actually any good or not in a place I was comfortable in. And right. Chicago has such a depth of open mics with that are local enough that you can get to four, five, six, seven in a night. Sometimes oh, wow. people do an eight mm -hmm. sometimes in a night. Um, but also the rooms are filled with more than comics, and you can mm -hmm. also work, instead of having to work your hosting set out on stage on a weekend that you're supposed to be earning money for a club and for yourself, <laughs> you can try working out some of that hosting shit on a Tuesday night right, right. Yep. amongst the five different mics you're going to sure. go to, where you spend four minutes of it here doing that shit. So. Oh, is there nothing worse than a, than a MC walking out and just going... So we've been dating a lot, and uh, you know, just right into material. Uh, it is just uh, so. I was death. going to the store the other day, right? Just death. I well, the this. first ones. So what's in the news, guys? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, the what's in the news question. I oh, hate man. that. I hate uh, the uh, first step of a film. Uh, what else is going on? That's the other yeah, one. Yeah. Like. yeah. And, or, uh, or better yet, here's the one. You ready for this one? Yeah. So what do you guys want to talk about tonight? Ah. <laughs> it's crazy out here, man. It's, it's crazy. crazy. It's hard out here, dog. Oh, it's crazy, it's crazy out, out here. It's crazy. It's crazy in these streets. Like, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank you so much. I yeah. hate to. I'm having a good time, and uh, I got to go because I got a gig tonight. But I would, I would talk to you guys for another hour. So Absolutely. I appreciate no, thank you. you. I appreciate you coming out to this. I don't know where y'all live, but thanks for um, having us on. We all know this is out in East Bumfuck now. So I got an hour drive just to get home before my two-hour drive to my gigs. Man. Uh, Sounds like fun. Yeah. Where can we find you guys? Let's. Uh... All right. So you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Mr. J. Washington. That's M-R-J-A-Y-W-A-S-H-I-N-G-T-O-N. JWashington.com is the website. Uh, I'll tell the collective after you say yours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at mocha underscore Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Hill Comedy on Facebook, and then it's bobbyhill.com uh, for any type of uh, booking or finding out where I've got shows going on. Collect awesome. Collectively, you can find us at the Trusty Psychic Podcast, the Trusty Psychic.com, tr uh, Psychic Trusty on Twitter. Trusty it's about it's about comic book sidekicks, right? Yeah, yeah. live action Marvel and DC, DC universes. Universe. Okay. So, Cape and Cal stuff. So, like, no Lucifer, no uh, I Zombie. So, what we do is basically, no <laughs> basically us being very two, nerdy shit. Us being two comedians, we talk, we, we were always, we're just friends that talked about the show. So, we were like, fuck it, let's do a podcast. Mm -hmm. And we didn't realize how much of a fan base there was about the shows and movies. Mm -hmm. And so people were like, yo, I agree with you. I agree with you. I didn't agree with Jay. I didn't agree with Bobby and things like that. Yeah. So you can find us on the Trusty Psychic. We're on iTunes, Trusty Psychic Podcast. Psychic Trusty, like I said, on Twitter. The Trusty, Psy Trusty Psychic Pod on Instagram. Trusty Psychic Pod at gmail.com. I'm sure people will write all that down. <laughs> I think they <laughs> will. Just find 
send us it to trustypsychic.com and or Google and, it. And, and, or yeah. Go- yeah. Yes, please. Just Google the Trusty Psychic Podcast. <laughs> It'll be the easiest Or the Trusty Psychic Podcast on Instagram. Right. Or the yeah, Trusty right. Psychic yeah. Podcast on iTunes. Or the tr- Is that it? That's pretty much <laughs> it. Broken down all the SEO for you now. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm at Murray V on Twitter. Uh, Levity Live, I'll be headlining there, Oxnard, January, February, March 23rd. Uh, that's the next big show I'm promoting. And then, of course, Seattle, May 4th. I think tickets will be going through uh, the theater, which is the Jewel Box Theater in Seattle. So you can go there and get tickets for that. Um, also, hit me up on Instagram because I am going to have a blast in London next weekend. Uh, so hit me up on uh, Twitter and uh, 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 Instagram for pictures and, and fun shit. Last time I went, I hung out with Paul McCartney. So you want to follow that shit on there. Uh, at Murray V on Twitter, like I said, donations, you know the deal. You know what I haven't asked for in a while, guys? And it's 2017. How about another review for the Road Stories podcast? I haven't had one in a couple months. It really does help out. If you haven't written one in a long time, feel free to write another one. If you're new to the game, if you're new to this show, please uh, uh, take a few minutes and write one. Uh, it really does help, believe it or not. And I've been doing this a long time. It's very popular, but you can always use a little help, that's for sure. And uh, without uh, reviews or anything like that, um, I wouldn't be able to get great comics like these guys. So, Thank you. Thank you. so uh, go see these guys when they come to your town. They're very funny. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Aaron. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and bees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great at bachelorette, drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow, more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon.